Hello, this is Darren. And this is Paige. And this is Where's, Where's the lemonade? lemonade? Where we talk about what happens when life throws you lemons. Make some lemonade? Uh, maybe. Some weeks it's lemon squares. Yeah, some weeks it's just lemons. Yeah. <laughs> In this episode... We're going to talk about how we incorporate our previous life into our new life. Our previous lives help determine who we are. They absolutely do. And when we first got married, we wanted to know everything we could about each other, but we really didn't want to know about our exes. Yeah, I think that that all stems from insecurity. Oh, absolutely. Right. right. So, yeah, and as time goes on, um, I think we want to know more. At least I do. We've talked about this. We think it's yes, a, we do. a woman thing rather than, you know, I, as a woman, want to know everything now. And you still don't ask me very much about my relationship with my ex specifically. No, but I ask about what you guys did and think, but I don't really want to know about your relationship. No, I don't. Yeah. And as, and I do, I like want to know all the ins and outs and yeah. So, but the most important thing in this is everything that we've done into our lives before we got married and met each other was help build who we are. So it's important to understand that those experiences that we had make us who we are. So ignoring it is not healthy. No, and understanding where you came from um, helps us understand triggers and you know things that are going to set you off and why they set you off. So it is really important to know about your previous. And we also talked about this. We really shouldn't call it previous life. Right. It should be previous marriage because we have to be sensitive to our children around us. Yes, this is our same life. And it it's, is. it's our kids' same life. They don't have a previous life. We're not reincarnated. We're <laughs> no, we're not. What, what's important here, though, is if you say, oh, in my previous life, it kind of negates your kid's upbringing in some respects. It's important. And that's kind of what we're going to talk about today. You can't bury your previous marriage in those experiences that you have. It's they are who made you. They are the things that made you who you are today. And who made our who made our what our kids are today, and who they are. Exactly. So um, we don't want them to feel like we're trying to erase any part of their life. Absolutely not. And that's hard in the beginning. It is hard. It's really hard. So it that's a that's a that's a constant balance and struggle in the beginning to to feel confident enough to talk about you know your previous marriage and your relationship with your ex and. You know, it's well. It, it's difficult. We had uh, several um, therapists talk to us about. I love how we we've had several. Yeah, therapists. we have had several therapists. <laughs> we we need so much help. It's not even funny. But we've had therapists tell us that we can't erase where our kids came from because that's who they are. And any time that you try and erase your ex from your life, never talking about them, never having any pictures of them are um, you're actually erasing part of your own child. Yes, and that's not good. And we don't want them to feel that. We want them to feel that they can talk about their parent, both of their parents, and talk about the experiences they have with them and that they've previously had with them. We want, we want that to be an open door. But like I said, that's not easy in the beginning. No, it's not because you do have a little bit of insecurity about um, your relationship. 
I mean, knowing that uh, your spouse has had a relationship with someone else, a very intimate and long relationship, that always is that concern that anyone would normally have. Well, we've talked about this. Since you have six kids, you've only been intimate with your ex six times. That is correct. (laughs) (laughs) And you've only been intimate four times, or I think it's immaculate conception is what I... Yes, just call me Mary, babe. Call me Mary. that's right. That's how I have it in my head. But... So finding out how you fit in with this new family includes your previous marriage. And that can be kind of tough. And we've we've talked a lot about this episode and some of the things that we had challenges with in the beginning about accepting our our previous relationship. We'll say that. Yeah, right? previously. And well, because it, it also includes your kids, too. I mean, when we got married, uh, there was Sam in the house who was five just, mm-hmm. just barely five yeah and um and jake who was 16 and then um rachel and amanda who were already out of the house right you had a whole history with them that i didn't know anything about Nope. nor were you ever going to be part of that history right oh no i wasn't and but i wanted to be right um, i guess that's why it's called history right you can't go back can't it's go already back. done so yeah you you did, and almost it's almost like the harder you tried... The worse it got. The wor- <laughs> Especially around one specific thing... Oh, my goodness. Called So Paige's family... <laughs> I think every family likes playing games, board games or card games or anything. They make up this game. It's a made-up game. It is not made up. It's totally made up, called Nerds. <laughs> if no one knows what it is, of course you don't, because it's made up. <laughs> and it's, it's about um, your... Your speed, your dexterity. It is it is speed solitaire is basically what it is, speed, right? Yeah. And I, I can tell you one thing. Rachel is a pro at it. She's super fast at it. Jake, not so much, but Jake frustrates uh, Rachel by going slow. Mm-hmm. They had no clue how frustrated they would be until I played with them because I went really <laughs> slow. They've been playing for years. But I wanted to be part of that. I wanted to be part of, of your previous... Uh, not life, but previous relationship in in that relationship you had with your kids, and that was tough. You wanted to be included, and it was I. I actually wanted you to just go away, go away, <laughs> and not play that game with us because we all laugh and have fun because we've been playing it for years. Yeah. And so when Jake goes slow, we laugh, we make fun of him. You know what I mean? So it's a thing we have going when. You come in, you're, first of all, you're all serious because you want to learn how to play this game. I got to learn how to play. I got to Oh, my compete. gosh. And we're like, no, this is fun. This is lighthearted. And you're like, but I don't know how to play. And it's really hard. And you guys are fast. You guys are mean. They, they are mean, actually. They are ruthless mean. And I'm not the only one that thinks so. Russell thinks so. So Russell is our son-in-law. And um, when he first got married to Rachel, we all sat down and played nerds together. And Russell and I basically pushed away from the table and said, we're not playing this anymore. Because, yeah, they're, they're pretty ruthless. When Poor it comes to sports. Poor sports. That's fine. <laughs> but that's part of how do you fit into this, this life that you already have. You have these relationships with your kids. There's history there, 20-something years of history. And so there's inside jokes, there's games, there's all these things. And trying to fit into that and feel a part of it and not feel an outsider is very difficult. Well, and especially in the beginning. And I think you 
you did feel that way a lot in the beginning. You We had a lot of inside jokes, a lot of one-liners that we said that you had no idea what we were talking about. I mean, we just we had so many things like that because we are a joking family for yeah, sure. Yeah, very much so. And you wanted to fit in, and it seemed like the more you tried, the more it just, you got frustrated, and then we got frustrated. And so, yeah, so over over time. It just, a, it just took time. Yep. I had to build... I had to build memories with your kids that that we could joke about then. Right. So it just took time and being patient. Patience is probably the one thing we've talked a lot about in our yes. podcast is, is important. Well, and we talked about this last night. I think you don't feel like an out... Because that's the whole thing is you felt like an outsider. I did, yes. When I was with my kids, you felt like an outsider. And you don't feel that way anymore at all. And... I don't think when we talk about um, things that happen when you weren't there, I don't think you feel uncomfortable anymore. Like No, no, yeah. because I've heard the stories now. Right. Um, and that's an important part, too. I could have I could have just said, oh, you guys are talking about, you know, life before me, you know, life before Darren. And and I could have just tuned that out and said, man, I don't really care. But I didn't. I paid attention. I heard the stories. I laughed with you guys, even though I may not have understood them all the way. Now, when I hear the stories, I can laugh. Right. I can have fun. It's I not can, a fake laugh. It's not a fake laugh anymore. <laughs> and well, and another thing that it does is it helps me relate, relate better to my stepkids. I know where they've come from. Right. I know what they've gone through. A good, bad, ugly, happy, all those things. So I can relate to them better. I just thought of something. You said life before Darren. I'm gonna I'm gonna refer to that as LBD from now LBD, on. LBD. LBD. I like it. I like it a lot. Life before Darren. That's LBD. Funny. Right. <laughs> so another thing that uh, we you had a hard time with was when I would sit down with my kids and I had digitized most of all of our photos from before we got married. So my photos from my previous marriage. I digitize most of them. They're up on our computer. Um, they're up in the cloud now. And we, the kids love looking at them. So we would look at these pictures. You'd see me holding a baby, sitting next to my ex-wife. And that was tough. That was tough. That was tough. I remember one, specifically one day that, I think it was Julianne that was looking at the pictures. And she was like, oh, look. And it was, I think it was you and and your uh, X and Julianne as a baby that had just been born. And you were, I think you were even in the hospital and you were all three sitting there and, and you know, you guys were like, Oh, and you're talking about, Oh, I remember that day and, da, 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 and it hurt. And I don't know why it hurt so bad, but I just, I felt so excluded from what you were talking about. And, Oh, it just, it, it hurt. I wanted to be part of it so bad. And, and yeah, once again, though, over time, that doesn't bother me anymore at all. In fact, I'm happy to look at those pictures. I do like looking at the pictures yeah, now. Yeah, I do. I do. And I ask questions. Like back then, I couldn't even ask a question. Like it was so painful. I couldn't even ask a question. And I think that's just because, like I said, in the beginning, we're still so insecure about our new relationship with each other um, and how, you know, and your relationship you had with your ex. And is that really completely done? You know, you just, it's a whole different follow wax when you remarry and you're you're struggling with the person you've the other person lived with for 20 years and 
So yeah, yeah it's it's tough, but you have to be willing to look at things and see how you can fit in and you can be a part of that. Right. Um, so you have to push some of those hurt feelings aside. And it takes some time. It does. You can't do it right away. No, it takes some time. And yeah, I think like you said, as I got to know your kids and loved them, I now want to. I want to. You want to know part. everything about. Yes, I want to be a part from. of their history and and know about it and want. I want them to talk about it and yeah. So, but that does, it just it takes time. Yeah, it takes it, time. It does. Um, but they are important. It's it's important not to just let those things happen organically. I think. I think you have to actually go and do those things. Look at old photo albums. Talk about uh, vacations that you've had. Uh, with your previous spouse when the kids were there so that you can get a better understanding. So you can't just passively sit back and let these things happen. Right. You've got to ask. Yes. Uh, which really, really hard. Right. It is. It is really hard. And we've had situations where you've shown me, we've driven by houses that you've lived in previously. And I remember that was hard at the time because we had all the kids in the car and they're all talking about, oh, and dad, remember this? Remember that? Remember? And I remember, remember I broke my arm here. Yes. Or... And I remember that was really hard because we did that early on in our marriage. We yeah, drove we by one of your houses and, and that was really hard. But what we talked about last night is we are the adults. We are the ones that have made this mess for our kids. And we have to put on our big girl and big boy panties and... Do what's best for the kids. Right. And if, from our perspective, what's best for the kids is to learn as much as we can about them and also about your spouse. I mean, push comes to shove, your spouse was made up of all those experiences that they've had previously. Yeah. So it's important to understand what those are and and kind of uh, celebrate celebrate the good. Cry about the bad with them. Right. Be be part of that with them. Yeah. If you try and shut it off, you're shutting off a part of who you are. And, and worse, you're isolating your own children. Yes, I totally agree with you 100%. All right, we talked about um, fitting in and accepting yourself in this new spot in your spouse's life and in their kids life let's turn it up a little bit more let's talk about celebrating your past yes so one of the things that we did as soon as we moved into this house together as soon as i moved into to your house that you were living in we have a picture of you and your ex and the kids upstairs on the wall and there's a picture of me and my ex and my four kids upstairs. And it's not downstairs. And we don't have pictures of our exes all over the house. No, that would I mean, that would be weird. That would but be. But we have a wall upstairs in the hallway that has pictures of them. And some of our kids have pictures. Actually, I think all of them might yeah. have pictures of, you know, their mom and dad in their room. I know my, when I go to Rachel's house, she's got a picture of me and her dad. Our engagement picture is up on her wall. Yeah. And... I'm I'm thrilled for her. I, that, in fact, that makes me super happy that she has that up there. Well, and I'm glad. And in your own house, I've I've heard some parents go, "I am not allowing any pictures of your dad in my house," or "I'm not allowing any pictures of your mom in my house." And right. I'm like, "What are you talking about? That is just rotten to do that to your child, right? Or to try and erase your previous relationship 
that's just awful. So we actually celebrate a little bit. We have that wall up there. We've um, bought picture frames and pictures for our kids so that they can have a picture of their parents. Even uh, Julianne has a picture of uh, my ex and myself, a wedding picture of, of us in her room to celebrate where she came from. I think that's really important. I do too. I think I think that's great. I think that's great. And I think it's important to just make sure they know that, yeah, this is this was their life. This is their life. And... Yeah, that's what we've talked about. So yeah, so that's one way we can celebrate is to, like we said, it's not all over, not all over the house. We have one wall. You know, we're not going to go crazy. No. Because <laughs> this is our new life. This is our new life. Um, well, our new our relationship, new, right? Yes. I guess it is a new family. A new family. Yeah, yeah it is. It's it a is. new and family. We have a lot of pictures of all the kids on, on our walls and and family pictures are important. Uh, we do it every year, we, or we try to. It's always loads of fun, especially now that we have grandbabies that can't sit still very long. So this is going to be more exciting as more of those come around. Yep. Um, hint to my children. I like grandchildren, so fill me up. Feel free. Yep, feel free. <laughs> After you're married. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> and then um, some other things that we did to celebrate kind of our previous relationships and things like that was uh, a great example is uh, places that we eat. Yes, we've talked about this before in traditions. So yeah, I mean, we've talked about Lincoln Chinese. I swear I should be getting paid from Lincoln Chinese. <laughs> yes, you should. All the advertising I'm giving them. I mean, Lincoln Chinese has, has a really important aspect to our youngest son, Sam. Yes. Because when you were pregnant with Sam, your ex would go to Lincoln Chinese and get you egg drop soup because that was the only thing you could really eat. Yep. And, you know, the first time we went, I felt a little uncomfortable. I'm like, okay, I'm here with you and uh, Sam and Rachel and Amanda and Jay, all, you know, all your kids. I'm here. Am I feeling like an outsider in this place that you guys have fond memories of? Lots of fond memories. And we went there for a lot of celebrations, graduations. I mean, that was the place our kids like to go. No, I could have very easily said, you know what? That's just for you guys. You guys should keep that as your own. Right. But I didn't, and I'm glad I didn't. Yeah, and we asked them on that episode where we had the kids talk. I think we asked Rachel specifically, wasn't it Rachel, about how how she felt with you coming into that new tradition of coming to Lincoln Chinese, and she said she was thrilled that that was great that you were joining in on our tradition. Well, because I think I think one of the reasons why is because she felt like she was being accepted for who she was, not who mm. I wanted her to be, a part of this bigger family that I accepted where she came from. Because right. Rachel had just left the house when right. we got married. Yep. She'd been gone a year already. So if I were to say, no, that's just yours, I would have put a little wall between us. Right. Uh, now, saying, sometimes you have to let the kids guide you a little bit. Sometimes you do. Because my kids didn't say, no, we don't want Darren in on that tradition. But some kids might. They might. And you have to respect that. Yep. And over time, hopefully your kids will change and want to include your new spouse. But it might not be that way at first. So be respectful of your kids and, and their wishes. And hopefully you can over time come together on that. But yeah, they were happy to have you included on that. But it might not always be the case. No, I'm, I'm glad that they did because yeah. um, the food is 
awesome there. And uh, yes, <laughs> all my kids enjoy it. Exactly. Now, another thing that we picked up, food seems to be important to us for some reason. Food is important. <laughs> yes, it is. If you take away nothing from this episode. <laughs> <laughs> food is important. Sushi for, for me and my kids was a big deal. That was where we would go and celebrate is sushi. None of your kids had ever touched sushi. I had never touched sushi. You never even walked into a Japanese restaurant. No, I, I had think. never had sushi. But it, it has, was frightening. It was fright. But now it's now it's it's an important aspect of our family because you have said I want to go. Yes, I want yes. to do that. Even though you don't like sushi that much, you're coming around slowly. I'm very slowly, but. I get, they always have chicken teriyaki or beef teriyaki that I can get. There's always a bento box that There's I can get. There's always a bento. And the sushi we have here is not real sushi. They're fried rolls, sometimes double fried. It, the double fried ones, I will try. <laughs> I right. will try. I know. But when we went to Tokyo, you did not want the sushi Oh, there. my. The oh, real, no. It was all a bunch sushi. of raw, scary stuff. It was so. awesome. But that is something that we have not included my older kids in because my older kids still don't go to sushi, nor do they like sushi. So, except for Amanda, but yeah. Jake and Rachel and Russell, no, they would, they hate sushi. And so we don't, if they come into town, we don't go to sushi with them. Right. Um, but we do with all of your kids. Right. But you, you, you have made the effort to say, I want to be a part of that past thing that you guys used to do. Absolutely. Together. Absolutely. Right. Um, another thing that you asked me and you brought it up earlier was, um, ask your spouse about their ex and what it was like to live with them. Yeah, now you you don't ask me very often about my ex. No, I want to keep in my mind exactly <laughs> how I, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's funny. And a lot of times I ask you very detailed, specific very detailed. questions. Um, what would your ex do in this situation? Yeah, or you know, how did you how did you respond if your ex did this? Or did, I mean, I ask you very specific um, questions about your relationship. I, I'm just a curious girl that way. I want to know, but... Well, and you know, it's funny sometimes because sometimes I can't even remember anymore. I know, and I, I, we've both said this before. It's 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 kind of fading more and more is how our relationship was with which is ex. Which is somewhat sad in some yeah, respects. Yeah, it is. Um, because that's where we came from and that's who we are. Right. I think I've matured quite a bit since I you know first got married. Um, so... Hopefully, you'll never see any of the bad habits I, I formed in my first marriage. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, we've learned from those, right? Right, exactly. But yeah, it's it's a I think it's a person it's a personality trait, also. You know what I mean? Like some people might want to know more, and some people don't, and that's okay. And I we talked about this last night how it might be weird for you just to sit down and be like, so here's some information about my relationship with my ex. I think that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that would be weird. I think that, that it has to be, you have to make sure that it is being asked by the other person, not just to volunteer. Um, you know. Well, and never compare. Never. No, don't compare. That doesn't do any good. Even in your own mind, it just doesn't do any good. It should be that you're just celebrating what you've learned from your past relationships and how you're using that in your relationship right. today. That's always been so I'm actually I'm pretty good at that. I've actually I'm not a comparison kind of person. I never have in my whole life. Um so I don't typically go, oh, you know, look at her and what she can do or look at her and what she can do. I I've never really done that. I kind of just focus on this is what I can do and this is who I am. And I think you're the same way. Yeah, I'm pretty much the same way. You you have to be somewhat cognizant of the fact that 
maybe your spouse might compare themselves to your previous relationship. So don't ever even think it, let alone say it. Well, in my previous relationship, my spouse used to do this. Right, especially in an argument. Yes, especially in an <laughs> argument. She used to pull my clothes this way, the Marie Kondo way. Why don't you do that? Yeah, no, don't ever. I don't think we have ever made a comment like that. No, to each I don't other. think we have. That would be bad. That would be bad. <laughs> That'd be very bad for everyone involved, not just us, our kids. Yes. Uh, the yes. neighbors, it would be, yeah, it would be. But we've talked about this. You know, your ex is, a, is an excellent cook. Um, yeah, and she, she's actually a very good cook. Yeah, she's a very good cook. That has never bothered me. Like, because, I mean, your kids have told me what a great cook she is. Um, I think I'm an average cook. I don't know that I'm a great cook. I think I have a few things that I do well, but I'm I'm fine. I think your, sometimes your kids say that I'm a really good cook, and I think that's <laughs> funny because that they're being so sweet. But, um, I mean, I, I guess I think I'm I'm average. I'm fine. I can I can cook, but your ex, you know, she she's it's really kind of her thing, and yeah, I I'm happy to let her have that. I don't want to compete with that at all. Well, and what I appreciate about what you say when the kids say something like that about their mom or my mom used to make this when you don't you don't get upset. No, you ask no. them about it, and it's it's kind of great. I, I'm yeah. glad that I can. No, and there I have been there have been times where your kids have asked me to make like if we have the kids on their birthday and I'll say, "Okay, what do you want me to make?" and they'll say, "Oh, can you make my mom's blah blah blah?" and I'm like, "Uh, no. <laughs> no, no. I am not, that is that is her food. That is her meal. I am not even going to start competing with that." So, do you don't do her. In fact, we have a whole we have a whole episode planned on yes. on that specifically. Yes, definitely. So, also, be be careful when you're reminiscing about your previous relationship. Read the room. We talked about this last night, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah, it's you've got to. Well, you yeah know your audience. So no, especially when you're first married. Oh gosh, yes, definitely. Um, if you're sitting there reminiscing, oh, I remember that vacation in Hawaii. It was so awesome and. We did all these great things, and your spouse is sitting there going, "You haven't taken me to Hawaii, or yeah, well, like I said, we it, haven't done that. You have to be cognizant." And it's a, in the beginning because of our insecurities. It's harder in the beginning. Now, sometimes you are going to be reminiscing because your kids are sitting there and you're reminiscing with them, and that's when you've got to just be the grown up. And even though it's hurting, and you're it's hurting to hear it, you've got to. Um, and over time, you're going to feel better about it, it. it. It does. Time is, time seems to be uh, a, a great healer on a lot of things. And we talked about if, if it's been five, ten years and you're still not wanting to hear these things, it's time to go to a counselor because you should be able to hear these things. It's important to hear these things and talk about these things, especially for the kids. So, Well, not only for the kids, but also your relationship with with your spouse. Um, it's supposed to be the most important relationship in your life. And right. if you don't want to talk to them about parts of it, uh, you, you've got some growing to do. Right. You've got some things you got to work on. And sometimes you're hesitant, like, because we travel a lot, and mm-hmm. you traveled a lot with your ex. And so we'll be getting ready to go someplace, and I'll say... Have you ever been here with your ex? And you'll go be like, yes. Yeah, because at the first, when we first got married, you didn't ever want to go 
to the same hotel or the same place that my that is true. And I went to. Now I have no problem. With now it. she has no problem. But no problem. at the first, I said, "Hey, I've been to this place. It's really awesome." And I'm we'll like, "Nope, fun. not going. Nope, not going." <laughs> I said, "Okay." That was I, very immature of me. And I can but look back. You know what? You needed the time. I needed the time. I was insecure. I was yeah. insecure. And over time, I mean, that would just be that would just be silly of me now. And that's why I'm saying, if you if you're five, ten years into your relationship and you're still not okay with those things, it's time to seek some help and and try and be okay with those things. Because there's some really good places that you've been with your ex yeah. that I want to go. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Okay, the funny moment of the week actually happened when uh, Paige was in Hawaii on a girls' trip with her sisters. Ooh, let's have let's have an episode about that. No, the, yeah, we'll talk about how Darren was total jelly on the whole thing. I wish I was in Hawaii, but not necessarily with just your sisters. Yeah, would that would have been weird. Just you. So we were we were actually sitting here. The kids and I were sitting here getting ready. Our nighttime routine is family scripture study and family prayer. And halfway in the middle of the prayer. Our Alexa goes off and gives us a whole diatribe on some weird aspect on, <laughs> that they found on the internet that day. There was not, we could not finish the prayer. It was so awful. We were laughing and smiling. and That's when you just go, amen, go to bed. Yeah, amen, go to bed. That's what <laughs> happened. So that's our funny moment of the week. Alexa wanted to get in on the prayer. Yep, she did. Oh, so, that's nice. We're turning Alexa religious. Yeah, yeah nice. Alexa can uh, be religious. If you like today's episode, give us five stars on iTunes, Spotify, Google, and head to Facebook and like us. And check out our blog at wheresthelemonade.org, where you can leave questions and comments. And, but most of all, go out and make some lemonade. You betcha, baby. On our next episode... We're going to talk about treating kids as individuals in large families. <laughs>